I just don't want you to go into it and say, okay, I'm going to get all these guests and then they're going to share and they're going to be on my email list and they're going to give me a bunch of reviews and that's the way I'm going to build my podcast, I'm going to build my business. That will not most likely work in the long run. Hey, podcast people, welcome to Podcast Growth University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. Over the last five years and thousand episodes that I have been on, I have learned a lot about podcasting, what to do, what not to do, and the common mistakes that people, including myself, have made. This weekly podcast is focused on helping you grow, scale, and monetize your show. Every single episode will be focused on that. Let's do it. Podcast Growth Nation, welcome back to another episode of Podcast Growth University, where we talk all things podcasting all the time. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode, episode number 16, Why Most Podcasters Never Make Money. I do believe that will be an episode that you can reference forever because that is a really valuable episode, probably one of the most valuable episodes I can put together based on what I've learned over the last five and a half years and the amount of people I've worked with. So that is a very valuable episode. Please use that as a resource as necessary today for episode number 17, don't rely on your guests to grow your show for you. I got a, a message the other day from somebody. I was on somebody's show and this is purely coming well, I guess it's not purely coming from me being on other shows and me having the perspective of being a guest, but I went on a podcast and I got an email from the host and the host said, Hey, did you end up sharing the content that I gave you? If you didn't, can you please, because I'm noticing that this episode is lower than the average. And I sent this person an email back and said, Hey, I, I haven't, I haven't received any promotional material all you gave me was the the link to the show, like the link to the actual episode, which is not going to get any traction. And there's no way for me just to share that unless I share it on my story. And it's not really going to do anything. And this person said, oh, we must have forgot to send you the stuff. We'll get right on that. Now, here's the problem with this. Think of it this way. Number one, if the social media content that that person gives me that they're creating isn't good it doesn't fit my brand. It doesn't fit my, my social media pages. It's low quality. I don't like it. The chances of me sharing that are very, very, very low. And this is why I say that. A lot of people will email me stuff and they'll say, hey, can you share this across your social media? When in reality, the best way to do it is for you to share it across social media and then you to tag me and then I can reshare it. The problem is a lot of people are just creating pictures. So it's just a picture of your face and just think to yourself, how are you creating promotional content? A lot of times it'll be just a picture of my face and it'll say, Kevin talked about this. With all the love in the world and all due respect, I'm most likely not going to share that on my social media. Why? Because that's not a cred build for me. That's not a credibility builder. It's just not a, it's not a quality piece of content where I'm basing my social media on adding as much value as possible. Now, will I put it on my story? Sure. I'm okay with putting it on my story, but you're not going to get a ton of traction from the story. Most likely. I mean, if you have a big guest, you might. So this is the problem. If the social media content that you're creating for your guests to share is not quality, it, they're not going to share it, especially when you get into the higher 
level guests, the people who go on podcasts all the time, if they shared every podcast they went on, if they shared their content on their actual pages, that would be their entire page. So for reference, I think I did 245 podcasts, episodes, including ours, our seven at Next Level University and this one a week. So however many that is, that's 29. So I did, uh, well, whatever the math is, I did 245 total episodes in like 80 days. So however many of those, probably say 160 of those were other shows. If I got 160 pieces of content, that would literally last me how many months? Five months? That would last me five months if I posted every single day. So um, it's not realistic for somebody to share all of your stuff. Maybe they'll share it in their story, good. But try to make the, the quality and the content the best you possibly can. I did an episode with somebody recently and I actually did a podcast breakthrough session with him after and he creates really good content, really good content to the point where I'm actually excited to see what he creates for me because it's gonna, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a, a, a brand builder. It's gonna be a credibility builder and he creates a lot of content, right? So you have to understand at the end of the day, it has to be a win-win, it has to be, okay, I'm coming on your show and this is what I'm going to do to help you promote. I am happy to help people promote a thousand percent. The problem is it can't be at the detriment of my own brand and my own social media. So that's step one. Number two, and when I say don't rely on your guests to grow your show for you, one piece is social media. So that's the one I just talked about. This is the second one. Don't sign your guests up to your email list. You don't want to do that. That's not a good look because... I understand maybe when you fill out the application, it says, I agree to be added onto the email list. It's not a good look, especially if you're having people on your show that are ahead of you in terms of, you know, growing their business, whatever it may be, it, they're going to unsubscribe and it's not going to be a good look. This happens to me fairly often where I'll get an email and I'll say, how did this person, oh, I know how they got my email. I went on their show. Now I understand what they're doing. But the problem is it's usually not a value add email. It's usually an email that says, hey, here's a link to, some, to this thing. Here's a link to this. Here's a link to that. That's not what I want. I don't want to be signed up to an email list. Most people don't. I, I read a book and they said the, the value of, a, of an email. So the value that I believe my email is worth is I think it's like $25 or something. That's, that's how the, the psychology of the email works. So people value their email at like $25. Is that true? I don't know. I read it in a book, so it might not be. But understand that that's not where you're going to get your email subscribers. You're not going to get your email subscribers from the guests you have on your show because the guests most likely aren't your ideal listeners. I'm not listening to the shows I'm going on, right? I'm, I mean, I might listen to reflect and, and make sure I'm getting better as a podcaster, but I'm most likely not tuning into that show every week. I am not that show's ideal client. So they shouldn't target me with their emails. They have to focus on building their own community. They have to build the community. So again, if you're doing that, I would be very, very careful. Number one, it's not sustainable, right? When you start having very successful people in your field on your show, they're not going to open your emails. They, they don't open any emails, really. They have a team that does that for them. And number two, it's just not sustainable in terms of building the business. It, it's not only will people eventually not open them, but it's not going to pour back into your business, right? It's, it's not going to work that way. Third part, 
don't rely on your guests to leave you reviews. Now, I like the fact that when I go on a show, they say, hey, would you mind leaving, leaving me a review? I'll leave you a review as well. Cool. Love that. Here's the problem. I am a guest, so most of the reviews you're going to see are from the guest point of view. So Kevin was a great host. He was super supportive. He asked great questions. I really enjoyed my experience. That's not the same as somebody saying, I've been listening to the show for five years and every episode is great. Also, you're only going to be able to get one review every time you have a guest on. So that's also not a sustainable system either. I understand the allure to this. I mean, you're already talking to somebody, so they might as well help you build the business. I, I completely understand. But guests are not going to necessarily go out of their way to help you grow your show unless it benefits them too. And I don't want to sound selfish when I say that. I don't mean it in that way. We've had a lot of really good guests be very, very gracious and very helpful for us. We've had a lot of real, uh, big guests do that, and I'm very grateful. But I do not expect that. In the beginning... I definitely expected people to share. I remember I spent, I must have spent two and a half hours creating a one minute teaser clip from our video for one of our guests and I was so sad when they didn't share. I was so sad when they didn't share. But now I understand that they probably have a lot of content. It doesn't go with the, the brand. It doesn't align with the rest of their social media. It makes sense. It makes sense. The best thing you can do, from my opinion, and what I've experienced on both ends of this, is to share it on a story and then tag them on the story. Instagram now has it so you can add somebody as a contributor and they can they can add it to their page and then they can take it down later. That's cool too. That's cool too. Totally fine. But this is the interesting thing. Just wanted to take a quick second and give a shout out and a huge thank you to Next Level Podcasting Solutions, Kevin and his team. They have been incredible to work with, very flexible on the spot with any questions that I have or any concerns that I have. When I first started out my podcast, I was doing everything on my own. I have no editing background. I have no podcasting background. I knew nothing about it. And so I was bootstrapping all of this myself while I was still trying to take on my role as a full-time mom. And once I met up with Kevin and we had these discussions and I got on board with adding an editing team, Oh my goodness, it just lifted this weight off of me. It lifted my time that I was spending doing my editing. And in the beginning, full transparency, when I was editing just my individual recordings, it was a little more manageable, not super manageable. And then when I started doing my interviews for the podcast, it was hours upon hours of me doing the editing that didn't include any of the promotional material that I am now getting from Kevin and his team, it wouldn't have been sustainable. I would not have been able to keep up with that. So I recommend Kevin and his team. They have done wonderful work in helping me grow my podcast. I have really enjoyed working with the editing team and it definitely feels like more of a team environment versus me hiring them to do a specific job. I mean, we all work collaboratively on 
the projects that I have. And I have these crazy ideas sometimes and they come up with a solution to fit my needs. I, I can't recommend them enough. I really enjoyed working with them. Kevin and the Next Level Podcasting Solutions, thank you so much for the work that you have done in the past and are continuing to do for me. I'm growing this community and growing this platform with a beautiful team that is working for me and with me to see my vision and help that come to life. So thank you again so much. I really appreciate you guys. It's it's more important for you to be thinking of how to get new eyes and stay with me on this than to get your guests to share because your guests are going to be, and I have to close my eyes for this because it's deep. Your guests are sharing the same stuff that they talk about to the same audience that's used to hearing them talk about the same stuff they're talking about. So even then, the conversion rate from somebody listening, uh, seeing a, a post on a story to a podcast download might not be super high unless you get somebody that's pretty new to podcasting. I remember we had... We had a pretty big guest. She had a, I think she had 150,000 down, uh, 150,000 followers at the time, and she hadn't done any other podcasts. And she came on our podcast, and I think the day it dropped, she shared one of our stories, and it got like 4,000 downloads or something. And that's really, really big. But at the time, she didn't have much content of her talking, so that was something that was very valuable to her audience. So that's another understanding as well. I just don't want you to go into it and say, okay, I'm going to get all these guests and then they're going to share and they're going to be on my email list and they're going to give me a bunch of reviews and that's the way I'm going to build my podcast, I'm going to build my business. That will not most likely work in the long run. This is the other thing. Be very, very careful about having guests on your show and then trying to sell them something at the end. This happens way less than it ever has with me, which I'm very grateful for. But there have been times where I'm a guest on a podcast. So for those who don't know, you you log into Zoom or wherever it is, you have a little brief conversation with the host. They say, okay, any questions? No, good to go. Cool. How do you pronounce your name? Cool. Uh, I'm going to introduce you as this. Does this work? Yes. Awesome. We end up doing the episode. Cool. After the episode is done, you hang out in Zoom or whatever the room is with that person for five minutes. You catch up. How did it go? Anything you, uh, anything you want to promote? What are your social media handles? All of that stuff. Now, sometimes at the end, things get a little weird. You can feel it energetically. And the host will try to sell you something. Uh, one for me was, hey, have you ever thought of writing a book? You should, you should write a book. I know, I know how to self-publish. I can help you do it. Like, no, I'm, I'm good. Thank you. There was another one I went on. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what the person tried to sell me on, but they basically said, oh, I only do this podcast, the network. Honestly, I don't even really care about the listeners. Like, not interested. Not going to work with you. Not interested. Understand that maybe, hopefully, the person is coming to add value to you. That is their goal is to add value. Now, yeah, a lot of people do podcast to network, but just be very, very careful because if you do that with a guest, you might break rapport and somebody who might have been a friend and somebody who was going to be an ally in the mission might not like you because of the way you approach that. So that's four different things I've seen over the course of this journey. And I've been on both sides of, I would say all of those except for the well, we never did the email list and we never did the reviews, but we've had people on where I thought they 
would be a really good podcaster. And I said, Hey, have you ever start thought of starting a podcast? Some of those actually went on to start podcasts, but I learned very quickly that it doesn't usually work. And then we've also had people who we've created some really good content for, and they never shared. And then I started to understand why being on the other side, it, it makes a lot of sense. It, it makes more sense than I ever realized. So we've been guilty of, of both of these sides. And I think that I just don't want you to go into your journey with the idea that this is really what's going to crush it for me. Because if that's the case, you're going to end up disappointed and I don't want that for you. I really, really don't want that for you. So four things quickly. Number one, if the content isn't good, they're most likely not going to share it on social media. Number two, don't sign them up for an email list. Number three, don't rely on them to give you reviews. Number four, uh, do not try to sell them something. Last thing I will add, and this is a, an important thing, and I lost it for a second. That's why I was, I was going back through the, the other points. There is something about the social dynamic of when you have a guest on your show, you're talking them up, you're interviewing them, you're curious about them, and you're in a way trying to sell them to your listeners. So there's this weird energetic thing that happens where the guest is perceived as above you. And I don't mean intrinsically, I just mean the reason, I've told people this before, the reason when you get guests on, they're most likely not going to work with you in terms of a business transaction is because they're perceived as ahead of you. If they were not equal or ahead of you, you wouldn't have them on your show. If they weren't valuable enough to be on your show, you wouldn't have them on. So there's this very interesting subconscious energy that says, well, you had me as a guest on your episode. I'm not going to, I'm not interested in working with you because how can you help me? I don't know where that comes from. It's usually not true depending on what your services are and what you're trying to sell them. But it's something to, to really think about. We had a phase where we said, well, let's get people on the show that are aligned that we think are valuable, but we also think either have podcasts or could use help with podcasts. Maybe they'll end up working with us because we're ahead when it comes to podcasting. I mean, I think we had five, six, 700 episodes at the time. And out of those people, I think maybe two people ended up working with us. So we realized pretty quickly that honestly, there's something weird that happens when you're a guest on a show. It doesn't equate to being equal. That's the best way I can explain it. And start thinking to yourself, have you seen that before? Have you seen that with shows that you've been on or guests that you've had? That's a very important thing to understand because that's why you can't rely on your guests to grow your show for you. Because yes, in a way, you're doing them a favor because you're having them on, but in a way, they're also doing you a favor. And here's the other thing. If you don't have them on, they can find another podcast to go on. Now, it's the same, right? If, if they don't come on your show, you can find somebody else. But if you really want to have that person on, you have to make sure that you're over-delivering, really. And just don't rely on them to do much. Because if you do, you're going to be upset. If you rely on them to grow the show for you, you're going to be very upset. If you don't expect it, it'll be a pleasant surprise. That's what I will say about that. Podcast Growth Nation, as always... If you are interested in a free 30-minute call, I did two or three of them today. I am happy to do them with you. Again, I'm not going to try to sell you on anything. I just want to add value. I will take you through your business. We'll talk about branding. We'll talk about the 10-word description. We'll talk about who your audience is. We'll talk about how to monetize quicker. We'll talk about what are the, the paths to monetization. Any questions you have, I 
clearly love podcasting and I would love to answer next week for episode number uh, 18. My goodness, it's flying by. Why you should give stuff away for free. I know that might not seem like a valuable thing. It might not seem like a smart thing. It might not be a popular option or a popular belief in the industry, but we have seen it work really, really well. And I'm going to explain to you why. As always, I appreciate you all very much. I hope these episodes have been valuable. I am loving them and I'm getting very creative with what topics to do because I go on a lot of shows and we have a lot of episodes that drop and I'm always looking for things that stand out. Oh, this would be of value to share with Podcast Growth Nation. So I love y'all. I appreciate y'all very much. And if you have any questions, please do not hesitate to reach out. Keep on podcasting, my podcasting people. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Podcast Growth University. If you found value in this episode, please take a couple of seconds and leave a review in the link below. And you can always reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is at NeverQuitKid. I am happy to answer any and all questions you have. We'll talk to you on the next episode.